Today's episode of the Earth Podcast is titled Building Back Better Together for People and the Planet. And this was inspired by the words of the UN Secretary General and World Environment Day. My name is Aziz Awaka, a youth activist from Nigeria, and I am the host of the Earth Podcast. The podcast is set to inspire people, including individuals, businesses, civil societies, cities, amongst others around the world, to engage in environmental activities and step off their efforts in combating climate crisis. Since the launch of the first episode of the Earth Podcast on Earth Day 2020, people from over seven different countries in Africa, Asia, Europe, Middle East, and North America have listened to the podcast, and this is growing every day. Joining me today is the African Regional Climate Change Coordinator from the United Nations Environment Program and Eddie Network Country Coordinators from three different countries across Africa, including Kenya, Cameroon, and Tanzania. Thank you. Let me start by wishing you a happy World Environment Day 2020. Briefly, I have with me Dr. Richard Munang, motivator and author of Innovative Volunteerism and Africa Regional Climate Change Coordinator for United Nations Environment Program. I also have with me Ms. Miawira Gitaka, Ed Network Kenya Coordinator, Mr. Maxine Orich Amang, Ed Network Cameroon Coordinator, and Mr. Ramid Abdelbasit. Ed Day Network Tanzania Coordinator. Thank you all for joining me today to mark World Environment Day on today's episode. So, Dr. Richard Munang has won many awards, including but not limited to the first person to win the prestigious African Environmental Hero Award 2016, is the 2016 winner of UNEP's Recognition Highest Award the Baobab Staff Awards for Program Innovation. He has been involved in embracing or enhancing skills, retooling of youths through an innovative approach he developed called innovative volunteerism. He pioneered the first UNEP's Africa Adaptation Gap Report 1 and 2, and he has participated in a wide variety of research projects and has published over 500 articles. Wow, that's actually great. So I have Ms. Miawira Gutaka. She holds a degree in microbiology and biotechnology from University of Nairobi. She's passionate about environmental communication and education, especially amongst children and within rural communities, which she has been involved in for about five years through various programs and initiatives. Mr. Maxim Orich Amang joined Ed Day Network in September 2019 as coordinator of Ed Day Cameroon. He has a master's degree in environmental engineering. He studied in the National Advanced School of Public Works of Yonde, where he also learned some cartographics and GIS. He worked in local villages in his, countries to, uh, in his country to help with cleanup of water supply and also he worked and still working with several environmental companies to reduce plastic pollution. Outside of work he enjoys music, cardio and travel. Mr. Ramid Abdul Bassett, 
is a Tanzanian climate activist, is a climate journalist and digital storyteller, hosting an online climate video series on YouTube and environmental news on social media. This is called the GM Climate Series. He is the country coordinator of the Tanzanian Youth Biodiversity Network, a chapter to the Global Youth Biodiversity Network under United Nations Biodiversity, advocating youth spaces in biodiversity and environmental policy and decision-making process. He is also the country coordinator of Earth Day Network, mobilizing people and campaigning for the environment to bring behavioral change and advocacy in policy levels. He is a Youth Mapper Fellow and leads the Africa Citizen Science Campaign, collecting environmental data by open mapping to fight climate change by using an app called Earth Challenge App. He is also the country chapter lead of Ed the Ed Song conservation music organization using music to convey environmental message. In addition, he is a social entrepreneur of a tech startup Jumeni, which is an AI app platform bringing fieldwork solutions to waste management companies. Wow, this is awesome. Thank you very much. We'll share with you today what World Environment Day and Earth Day is, why it's important, how the global pandemic is affecting environmental activities and how it has affected environmental activities, what lessons have we learned and how are we using these lessons or how can we use these lessons to push for climate action, getting involved in environmental activities and finally a call to action. We hope that you enjoy every bit of this. Thank you for joining me once again. Happy World Environment Day 2020, everyone. The first question for today's episode goes to Dr. Richard. Dr. Richard, can you tell us what World Environment Day is? Why is World Environment Day 2020 important? And how is the global pandemic affecting World Environment Day 2020? Thank you for having me in this podcast, Aze. The World Environment Day commemorated annually every 5th of June in over 100 countries across the entire world is the United Nations facilitated global platform for public outreach to catalyze awareness and actions towards environmental protection. It is also a day for ordinary citizens like you and me across the entire world to show care and support for the earth and our environment. The 2020 theme, as you already know, is biodiversity. This theme energizes and reinforces operationalization of the UN decade on ecosystem restoration, a global declaration aimed at significantly scaling off the restoration of degraded and destroyed ecosystems as a strategic measure to combat climate change, to enhance food security, to ensure that water supply and biodiversity can continue to strive. It means in 2020, we are called upon to increase impetus in 
upscaling use of ecosystems based adaptation approaches that are proven to not only restore degraded land but result in over 120 percent increase in crop yields and in more so nutritious food with better immune boosting components in addition as we already know africa bears the second largest cause of land degradation each and every year africa loses 65 billion us dollars as a result of land degradation realizing the projected benefits of ecosystems especially of the decay of ecosystems also means that we can then be able to use actions to recoup the 65 billion us dollars that is being lost every year as a result of land degradation and these could be money that can be appropriately reinvested to be able to ensure that citizens can go to bed not with their stomach aching of hunger anymore this money can be reinvested into actions that can make a difference between our citizens going to bed with that food ensuring there is enough to eat in every household or in every table the difference in ensuring a child lives beyond their fifth birthday can be achieved the difference to ensure that there is medicine in our hospitals and enough food to empower our children to take Africa to newer, greater heights can be achieved. And this is how we ought to view the 2020 World Environment Day. And more so in light of the COVID-19 global pandemic, which called for stronger economies on the African continent to buffer against losses occasioned by such emergencies, as well as healthier populations to reduce the risk of suffering fatal symptoms of this disease, over which the medically fragile are disproportionately at risk. Thank you for that concise answer, sir. So the next question goes to Ms. Miawira. What is Earth Day and why is Earth Day 2020 important? And how has the global pandemic affected the Earth Day celebration? Hi, Aziz. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me as we discuss all matters environment and conservation on this podcast. So, Earth Day is a global movement that's celebrated annually on April 22nd. About a billion people celebrate Earth Day across the world. And the reason why Earth Day 2020 is actually very important is because, one, we are celebrating 50 years of Earth Day. The first one was celebrated in 1970, started in the U.S., and about 20 million citizens took to the streets to push and you know protest because of the things that were happening in the environment and from the the first protest there were a number of environmental laws that were enacted and the environmental protection agency was formed um well considering also that the pandemic has affected a lot of things across the world this is actually the first digital earth day that we had all the campaigns all the activities were online and that was a very direct effect of the pandemic and having you know all gatherings and all events put to a stop across the across the globe for that well-structured answer. This goes to Mr. Ramid. With respect to Earth Day 
Africa, what are the major areas of focus or interest and in which regions in particular? Thank you for having me, Aziz. Uh, first and foremost, we should acknowledge that uh, throughout Africa, we are seeing environmental issues like climate change, deforestation, improper waste management, desertification, land degradation, pollution in terms of air and water pollution. These issues have led to an increase in climate change related catastrophes, including droughts, flooding, and other types of extreme events. So the climate crisis uh, is basically threatening the livelihood of the people, species and ecosystem all across Africa. We're working with citizens to rise up and come together in engaging public, educating people about environment and act to make positive and sustainable changes to protect Africa and our planet. So our aim and our area of interest is climate advocacy. We are aiming to bring advocacy uh, in climate policies and environmental policies in Africa from lower levels to higher levels, meaning to the decision-making levels. And so uh, with the regions we are working with, uh, to be specific, it's the sub-Saharan Africa region, including Tanzania, Kenya, Uganda, Cameroon, Senegal, Gambia, Zimbabwe, Niger, and the Democratic Republic of Congo. But also the Earth Day movement has been able to uh, outscope uh, volunteers even outside those uh, sub-Saharan Africa region, including countries like Ghana, Nigeria, Zambia, and Malawi. And so we're basically working together uh, to, uh, to rise up and uh, campaign for the environment, hoping that uh, the policies uh, will, be one, uh, will be friendly uh, to the environment for the next generation sustainability. Thank you for your answer, Mr. Ramid. Again, Mr. Ramid, looking at the history of Earth Day having stemmed from everyday citizens taking to the streets, how then can we get more citizens engaged in environmental activities? Thank you for asking this interesting question. Um, it's my belief, first of all, that uh, citizens' engagement is the, one of the most potential ways to bring sustainability in the environment. Uh, because basically citizens are the causes of the environmental degradation and they are the ones getting impacted by the uh, climate crisis or environmental impacts. So uh, firstly, working with all stakeholders for the environment, including all groups, meaning from policymakers uh, to, to lower level citizens, because uh, working with all stakeholders in building capacity and awareness on environmental issues will be one of the ways to engage citizens, uh, building uh, understanding uh, to the citizens from lower levels to higher levels will um, make citizens more engaged, more aware of what are the environmental impacts, what are the causes of environmental degradation, and how should I live sustainably. But uh, secondly, is uh, preparing environmental-friendly ecosystems to, uh, to every aspect of life, uh, giving an example of businesses uh, and uh, ways that people sustain their livelihoods. For example, uh, having green businesses, it's, uh, it's also advised uh, to build awareness to, uh, to those uh, managing businesses on how they can manage their waste and on how they can, uh, they can achieve a green economy and making an environmental uh, friendly ecosystem to the uh, startups and the business that they're building without uh, affecting the environment or having a lesser impact. But also uh, with agriculture, for example, we can have... Um, conservation agriculture, we can have uh, climate smart agriculture, we can see on how we can sustain livelihoods of the people in the meantime uh, 
managing the environment so we can also find ways to capacitate and build uh, awareness and understanding to people from lower levels to higher levels on uh, and creating an environmental friendly ecosystem to every activity that every citizen is practicing uh, but also uh, which is basically the, the root of Earth Day uh, campaigns uh, campaigning for the environment campaigning and uh, raising voices is also another way uh, for people to be heard uh, for, for other citizens to hear from the other side that there is a really serious issue happening on our environment so we should act now uh, yeah so basically that's the uh, th those are the insights I'm having on how we can engage citizens uh, to, uh, to save the environment and uh, have a successful environmental and social sustainability thank you for your inspiring answer once again Dr. Richard Looking at the world as it is now, the pandemic, the slowing down economy, and so on, what lessons can we learn and how can we use these lessons to push for climate action? Very good question, Azzy. The big question here is that environment and climate action solutions, like ecosystem-based adaptation, uh, mostly referred to as EBA, are both a source of accelerated economic growth to buffer economies during emergencies, as well as a source of healthier, more resilient populations to buffer our people, citizens against disease infections, as is the case with COVID-19. The big question, therefore, is how can ordinary citizens like you and me take the lead in upscaling such climate actions across the entire African continent today? The fundamental answer lies in our renewed mindsets. The time of passing the bulk of continental development is long gone. Individual citizens like you and me, and we're talking in a continent with over 1.2 billion citizens. This then means that all these citizens, like you and me, and all those in the audience must take the continent's developmental aspects, especially within the context of the changing climate, as personal responsibility. And it all starts with a simple question of self-reflection and evaluation, which is, what can I do with what I have in my reach to touch many lives? More fundamentally, the question should be, how can my skills, how can my talent, how can my interest and ongoing initiatives tap into our local economy and create enterprise solutions that touch many lives using climate action solutions like the ecosystem-based adaptation approaches? From the answer, one will think that you will see what will result in what I call an unborrowed vision for every citizen, one which transcends them to usher the continent to the path of collective self-reliance. Here, I work with innovative volunteerism, where we're engaging youth and uh, providing structural guidance to willing youth and the young at heart to adapt what they do and align it to drive upscaling of climate solutions of ecosystem-based adaptation and clean energy. Because you know the African continent have 365 days of sunshine and if this clean energy is tapped and value added to food that is produced using EBA, this could maximize productivity of agro value chains as strategic to protecting our biodiversity, as strategic to enhancing food security and creating multiple income opportunities for themselves and others. And it is such pragmatic actions that will provide empirical data and lessons to inform our policies to ensure that they further address barriers to upscale what works in the continent. This will complete the vicious cycle of upscaling workable pragmatic solutions that engages each and everyone. And this is the best way to be able to bring to scale actions 
to bring impact to scale. And leveraging on these practical approach is the way that our mothers and villages can be able to start having the solutions at their doorstep. Thank you for that motivating answer. Mr. Amang, this is for you. With respect to Earth Day Africa, what activities have you been able to execute? What have you achieved so far and impact as well? Thank you, Aziz, for doing this. My name is Amar Maxime Irish, and I'm from Herdy Network, Cameroon. Uh, for the Hard Day 2020, we started to implement the activities in Cameroon in November 2019. Um, we had uh, the really great opportunity because here there are a lot of people really involved in the environmental protection. Um, we started to do things in uh, elementary school, primary school, and also high school, also universities, local community group, uh, uh, national organization and uh, uh, some enterprise, some some people were really uh, happy to do to do this thing with us, and uh, we met a really huge, fast network of people that were involved in the fight. First of all, you have to know that in Cameroon, one of the main problems we are facing is the plastic waste management. There are a really low plastic waste management in our country, and the, that's why you will find a lot of a lot of uh, plastic uh, just lay down on the floor, lay down on the river, and it's something that we really want to fight against. That's why all of the program of the Herd Day 2020 were really focused on fighting uh, the plastic waste management. Uh, therefore, we involved the youth with the teaching, with some class art, with uh, also uh, cleanups, and we had them do it uh, not only with us, but also among them. So it was a really huge way to have them participate. It is true that the COVID-19 really slowed us down for the main day. Uh, we didn't have the opportunity to do things the way we wanted to do it. But what we did is that we move out to the to the internet, to the network, to the social network, and all those uh, pages. Uh, we had them. We had our volunteers send us some pictures of them doing something, some videos, and also everything that could help. So that's why uh, that's one of the, the few things I can say about uh, about the uh, her network. Kudos to the team at Earth Day Network. Again, how can our listeners get involved in different campaigns? And could you tell us about one or two campaigns that they could get involved in? Thank you very much, Aziz, again. Uh, you have to know everyone is already doing something for the environment. It goes from a simple task as uh, taking out the trash, from uh, in organizing uh, a, a huge cleanup with uh, people. So uh, about this this cleanup, let me just talk. Let me just uh, take a few moments to talk about. Uh, 
the 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 campaigns that we organize for the hair day program uh, we first have uh, for example the teaching where we have to educate and activate the environment the environment spirit in others people mind uh, it's a really simple thing you know you know something about the environment and you just have, want to share it with uh, those who don't know it and you do it that's a really simple uh, simple thing uh, we have also the cleanup where we can involve our friend, our family, and uh, our community in cleaning up our park, our surrounding, the mall. Uh, it's, uh, it's you. You decide. Actually, you are your own boss in this uh, in this fight. You decide where, for example, you have this mess uh, uh, with waste, and you take your friend and you go just there and you clean it. Uh, we also have the tree planting the tree planting because our climate the climate change is a real issue and uh, we, we a lot of people don't know how to fight against and one of the simple way it's really simple you, you can just do uh, a tree planting you decide where uh, you have to to plant and you just do it you can also reduce and reuse uh, reduce your amount of uh, energy consumption uh, that's uh, one of the way to do it uh, we also have an artist for hurt you know really it's really intriguing because here in africa uh, a lot of people are artists and uh, they they are use they use their their art to share message one way to 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 be involved in the campaign is to use your art to share a message for environment it can be a song it can be uh, a film it can be uh, a design it can be something it can be your dress it can be anything that involves are to just let people know that hey you know we have to do something about the environment or hey uh, this is what I can do for environment just follow me and do the same or do it uh, in your own way and uh, also uh, I would just take a few moments to talk about the faith in environment we are African people and uh, religion is really important for us that's why we have to link the religion in the fight for environment we have to involve uh, our religious leader to do something and educate uh Hi Aziz, thank you so much for your question once again. My final thoughts on this would be, one, no action is too small to make a difference. Just do it, no matter how small or how insignificant you think your input is. Believe you me, it is not insignificant. It does make a difference. And the other thing I would add on to that is localizing of impact. Sometimes we think, I can only do this small thing, but you never know. Your small thing might be such a critical and very important solution in in a very small community, and that makes all the difference, and that changes people's lives. 
and i think that is what it is all about so no matter how small you think your solution is execute it you never know who it will impact or you never know what domino or snowball effect it's going to have in future and the other thing is that owing to the situation we find ourselves in as a planet battling a pandemic i think we have come to the realization that we can no longer say whatever happens in another corner of the continent or of the world does not bother me does not interest me or i don't care about it i think this pandemic is a clear demonstration that yeah what is happening i don't know how many hours or time different time zones away from me can affect me can impact my life you know this is in terms of climate change of environment and conservation and the and the like so more than ever i think my final thought will be on the importance of collaboration when it comes to environment and conservation issues and i think this is very critical collaboration at the local level regional and internationally for impact and you know progress and solution driven collaboration so that would be it from me thank you for that answer mr amang can you briefly summarize what we have discussed today for our listeners in french-speaking countries we value inclusion and we don't want to leave anyone behind so can you do that summary for us Merci une fois de plus Aziz de me redonner la parole. Euh, si vous me permettez, je vais essayer d'être le plus bref possible. Euh, ce que vous devez savoir déjà sur AD Network, c'est qu'il s'agit d'une ONG qui euh, vraiment s'occupe de la protection de l'environnement et du soutien à tous ceux qui euh, veulent réaliser ou réalisent quelque chose pour l'environnement. Euh, Il, euh, c'est une ONG qui existe depuis 50 ans et euh, aujourd'hui, euh, cette année a été le 50e anniversaire et à cet effet, l'Afrique a été vraiment l'une des plateformes sur laquelle euh, nous avons essayé de réaliser le maximum de choses possibles. Euh, au départ, euh, en novembre, depuis euh, septembre 2019, Nous sommes, nous avons été au départ neuf pays, à savoir le Niger, le Sénégal, la Tanzanie, le Kenya, l'Ouganda, le Cameroun, le Zimbabwe, le Congo et la Gambie. Mais au fur et à mesure que le temps passait, plus de d'autres pays se sont joints au combat et euh, le, le, le réseau HUD et Network n'a vraiment pu que se, se développer euh, vraiment un peu plus en Afrique. Je parle par exemple des pays comme tels que le Nigeria où il y avait vraiment pas mal de volontaires qui ont réaliser euh, euh, tellement de, de, de choses. Euh, les, les actions que HUD et Network mènent sont beaucoup plus concentrées sur des campagnes euh, qui ont un but pour l'environnement et j'étais en train de les énumérer tout à l'heure, d'en donner vraiment quelques-unes, euh, à savoir euh, euh, l'éducation environnementale qui correspond à une activité où nous allons prendre les jeunes, nous allons prendre nos amis, nous allons prendre tous ceux qui euh, sont intéressés et nous allons leur donner euh, quelque chose 
qu'il ne savait pas sur l'environnement, quelque chose qu'il ne savait pas sur la façon de manager leur environnement. Et c'est pas, il faut pas un diplôme pour ça. C'est n'importe qui peut le faire. Si tu sais quelque chose sur l'environnement, tu le partages avec ceux qui ne le savent pas. Euh, nous avons aussi euh, le, le, la plantation d'arbres. Euh, le, le changement climatique est vraiment un problème que nous rencontrons partout dans le monde et c'est quelque chose qui touche notre planète dont nous tous nous sommes appelés à réaliser quelque chose. Et l'une un, de ces actions correspond justement à planter des arbres, réduire notre consommation d'énergie, euh, favoriser la marche et tant d'autres activités. Comme je le disais, je ne peux en nommer que vraiment quelques-unes. Nous avons aussi la foi et l'environnement. Nous sommes africains et nous devons absolument euh, lier notre, notre religion au combat pour l'environnement. Nous impliquons et nous devons impliquer nos leaders religieux afin qu'ils éduquent et euh, activent un esprit environnement dans nos églises, dans nos mosquées et dans nos lieux de culte. Euh, nous avons aussi euh, l'artiste euh, pour la terre. Il s'agit simplement d'une un, façon de, de passer un message à travers l'art. Euh, en Afrique, il y a tellement d'artistes, il y a tellement de personnes qui utilisent l'art. Et ce serait, c'est un bon moyen pour nous de... de de vraiment euh, communiquer à travers euh, euh, des, des films, des sketchs, des, 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 des œuvres d'art, des peintures et des chants et d'autres. Euh, je, je crois que ça, 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 c'est vraiment l'un des... C'est l'une des, des façons que nous avons de communiquer et d'activer... Euh, conclude today's episode by saying it is time for nature. When it comes to nature and our planet, we must leave no one behind. Today, I call everyone to action for nature to combat the accelerating species loss and degradation of natural environments. We all have to understand that the solution lies in battling climate crisis. One out of many climate-related issues, according to the International Union for Conservation of Nature, is decreasing oxygen content of the ocean. It has declined by around 2% since the middle of the 20th century due to human activities, threatening biodiversity and fisheries. We need to act now and push for climate action. Thank you all for listening to today's episode and we hope that you listen to our future episodes. Thank you.